Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I am your host, Diana Jebbia, and you are in for one hell of an episode today. I have Donnie Hadfield-Smith on. He is a total Bravo Bestie, and he is one of the hosts of Know That, a Real Housewives podcast, as well as Truly Anything with Donnie Hadfield-Smith. So before we get to him, I just want to let you know that we are on Apple Podcasts, and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, and you can always catch up with what I'm doing on my Instagram and my TikTok at Diana Jebbia. G-E-B-B-I-A. So if you're not following me there, what are you doing? Go do that, okay? Without any further ado, Johnny Hadfield-Smith. All right. Well, you are so lucky to be listening because do we have a treat for you on today's episode of Believe in Bravo Besties. This was like one of my first Bravo Besties that I ever connected with. He is the host of Truly Anything with Donny Hadfield-Smith. Also, know that and he has a bunch of really fun accounts on instagram and tiktok please raise your glass and welcome donnie hadfield smith hey thank you so much for joining me today oh my god of course thanks for having me yes i feel like i said before like you're one of my first bravo besties because back before I knew what the hell I was doing with my Instagram page, like you would like, like everything. And like, we would message each other and like have the same opinions on all Bravo stuff. And it was just always so easy to talk to you. So I really couldn't tell you were a beginner. Like you came in fresh out the gate and you, you acted like you belonged in the community. So oh, thank you. Hair of course. <laughs> Uh, so are you ready? Well, before we got so much to do tonight, it's like I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. I'm just so excited <laughs> you're here. Um, so before we do that, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Tell them about Know That. Tell them about Truly Anything. What's your favorite caller? No. Sure. Yeah. So I'm one of three co-hosts on Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. And each week we just recap the most recent episodes um, sometimes we have Bravo adjacent people on. We recently had Brian Moylan who wrote the Housewives Ooh. book. Yeah, that was great. That was a good episode. And an episode coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, we have a relationship and body language expert coming and she's going to talk about <laughs> yeah, me too and she's going to talk about um like Erica and Tom and when she started to realize like their body language changed I'm so oh, excited oh that's gonna be good yeah. I'll give you her contact information. It's yeah, because really like cool. it's really hard to date out there. Not that that's what the show is about, <laughs> but like also I went out this weekend for the first time in a while and like meeting people is just now it's even worse because you're sitting there and it's like, I haven't done this in a while. What does my arm do? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not single, but even like with friends, I just saw friends for the first time since all of this started and I like didn't know how to act around people. Right. It's like you forget everything. And then I feel like you want to go home much sooner. I've had enough. Get me (laughs) out of here. We were at this bar at the Jersey Shore because I'm visiting family and the DJ would get on the mic and be like, yo, blah, blah. And I'm not even kidding you. I jumped out of my seat every time (laughs) I got on the mic because I just wasn't used to it. I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? Oh my God. So that is now that. And then Truly Anything is my podcast by myself. It actually started as a podcast and I would interview different celebrities. I had Robert Richard from Cousin Skeeter. I had um, plenty of other people that you may recognize from your childhood. Marguerite Moreau from Mighty Ducks. But I'm actually 
leaving the podcast formula and I'm turning it into a YouTube show. Cute. Stay tuned for that. That's very exciting. You also had me on sell hair. I did. (laughs) I did. I did. (laughs) It was a great episode. Everyone listening, you should definitely check that out. We recapped uh, the premiere of The Real World San Fran. We did. And I had to binge watch it. Like (laughs) After we did that, it was so much fun. Judd started following me after that episode. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what a good show. So yeah, well, congratulations on all of your projects you've got upcoming. That's a really huge accomplishment. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. So as you've mentioned before, you know, you've gotten to speak to some people in the Bravo universe. So it could maybe be them or it could be anyone else that comes to your mind. Who would be your Bravo bestie? Literally anyone that's been on a Bravo show. And like, what would you do on a day together? Uh, So I think like, my mind and my soul wants to say Nini. I think she would love me. I think I would love her, but I think that is more of a, I think she would love me if I were her assistant, (laughs) Um, but I don't really see us being besties. Who I think I could be besties with is Dolores. Oh, that's a good answer. Did you see that picture she put up in her undies the other day? Yes. Hot yeah, that would be me taking the picture. Like, oh my like, God, I love that. that chair. Yes. Yeah, but we would just hang out in Jersey, maybe go somewhere oceanfront. Um, I would take pictures of her in her underwear. She would buy one of those cakes. She gets all her kids for her birthdays. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you would fit right in with the family. I think, I really think so. Because Dolores reminds me so much of so many of my mom's friends, except like just a little more classy. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that way about her. Yeah. Um, speaking of Bravo besties, wait, I have to share with you today. I was so excited because I've always said that Lala would be one of mine. And today she posted, um, she's announcing give them Lala skin. So I just commented, you're killing the game, Lala. And she literally replied and said, thank you for saying that my love with the heart. And I'm like, well, now we're friends. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm reading her book. It's very good. I need to read it. Yeah, it's, I mean, so she's not the Shakespeare of our time. That's like a given. (laughs) I tell that to everyone because I feel like people get too critical of Bravo Liberties. They're like, well, it's not well written. I'm like, well, they're not writers. They're just writing off their own experiences. So if you go into it with the mindset of like, this is just her life account, like it's a really good read. It's a fun read, but I left it in California because I didn't want to ruin it on the plane. So it's waiting for me. (laughs) Smart. And listen, you don't need to defend yourself. Snooki's book remains one of my favorite books. Yes. (laughs) I feel like autobiographies are some of my favorite books to read. Yeah. Yeah. They're just so, I don't know. It's just so interesting to get everyone's account of their life and you learn something about them you might not have known before. Absolutely. What would you, okay, this is like totally a question on the fly. Do you have a title like for your autobiography? If you oh were my God, one? good totally one. Totally a question on the fly. Um, I always, <laughs> I always say act like a bottom, eat like a top. Cute. But I, <laughs> thanks. But I don't know. It depends what's in the book. Like it depends how, you know, dirty I get. <laughs> I love that. So I always said mine would be, and if anyone steal this, I'm suing you. <laughs> Um, this is why we can't have nice things. And then I went to send it to my friend and it auto-corrected to, this is why we can't have nice thongs. So that'll be the sequel about my love life. I love that. There we go. (laughs) Ah, we're already having so much fun. I love it. Are you ready to spill some Bravo tea? Oh, I'm ready. Woo. Okay. So I'm, you saw this yesterday. I saw this yesterday and everyone on Instagram did as well. Jen, Jen star, Jen (laughs) Shaw's cousin. She is not a star started Mm -hmm. a GoFundMe for her. He wanted to raise $250,000 for her legal fund. And the quote said something like, um, if these kind souls, or if 10,000 kind souls would donate $250 for her legal fund, it's like, bitch, what? Yeah. I actually think, think I mean you might be right I might be wrong I think they were trying to raise 2.5 million oh wait hold on I think you're right because $250,000 is like pocket change for her (laughs) wow I wrote yeah that's what don't drink and write kids (laughs) 
Now I want to get the exact quote because wait, that math doesn't even work out. (laughs) It says, we are asking 10,000 caring souls to donate $250. Jen is facing decades incarcerated in prison, separated from her family. If she is unable to mount a competent and well thought out defense. Jen needs $2.5 million, not $250,000, because there are over 1 million documents in this case that must immediately be reviewed and analyzed by Jen's lawyers before her court case goes to trial in October 2021. And then it just goes on to say that the state can afford the highest lawyers to prosecute her and in new york like there are high legal fees for the lawyers that she would need so it's just too long didn't read it's a bunch of bullshit right i think that since her scam has been caught she needs a new way for income so she's like let me just start this go find me do you know, so the other day I went into the office and my coworker, her phone rang and she said that it's like these car scams and she put it on speaker. And I don't know if this is exactly it, but it sounded like Jen's voice on the recording. <gasps> like, I don't want to spread room, but like, it sounded like her voice. I don't know if it was her voice. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly protect me, protect me. Like, don't <laughs> know if it was, but like, I remember hearing rumors that she recorded some of them. And it did sound like her. It might not be her, but I just thought that was hysterical. (laughs) Oh, my God. I keep getting emails. I know hers is like auto scams, but I keep getting emails that I have a reward at Home Depot. And I know that is a lie because I have never set foot in a Home Depot (laughs) in my adult life. Oh, my God. That's so funny. (laughs) Same here. I feel like the last time I went was with my parents when they were doing some home renovations. Yeah. And I used to really put up a bitch fit when they would bring me in. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) You know what? I would only enjoy, like, taking out the paint samples or, like, ringing the test doorbells. (laughs) I was that kid. Um, But, you know, I feel as far as Jen goes, like, if you are being accused of such heinous, horrible crimes, like, you should lay low. And she's done the exact opposite of that. Like opposite. What have your thoughts been? Yeah, the free Jen merch and the just everything. Photos. She's she's really going about her life like nothing happened. And like she's not going to or to court at least. Mm -hmm. It's insane. This has been from the day it started and they had the hearings where everyone clogged up the lines and she couldn't get on. This has just been a mess from day one. Yeah. And it's almost, I know that like the Erica and Tom stuff has dead people involved. So that's a little, (laughs) so that's worse, but I feel like Jen's handling it worse. Like Jen allegedly is the one that did stuff wrong. And she is really just continuing about it. Like she's a season two housewife and nothing else. Exactly. Same with um, Teresa. I feel like when she was going through all her legal problems, like she handled it like a champ. Yeah. And it's just Jen. I remember immediately after her hearing, she was getting pasta out of the cheese wheel, like getting (laughs) her hair done, spending all this money. And it's now you have a court order limit of how much you can spend, I think, per transaction. Like you're going about this all wrong and this is not going to look good for you and they can probably use it against you i mean i'm not a lawyer i just watch a lot of true crime but i'm pretty sure they could use all this as evidence yeah they have somebody for the erica and tom case they have someone watching housewives and just writing down everything she says so that they can use it in court so if they're doing that for erica who again was just a alleged accomplice or whatever um someone will be doing this with Jen. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to see how all this unfolds on next season of the show. And what I love, Diana, is that her court case is the day after BravoCon. So it's really just like a four day (laughs) weekend. We're all going to go from BravoCon to her court. I'm going to need to like (laughs) nurse that hangover now. (laughs) Oh my God. I didn't even realize that. Well, she's definitely not going to be at BravoCon. I mean, she'll be in New York already, so why oh not? Oh my God, that, yeah. <laughs> if someone was going to do BravoCon and then court the next day, it would be Jen Shaw. It would be her. <laughs> oh man, really cannot wait to see how that one is going to play out. <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of something else playing out, we did find out that the new Below Deck Med season is coming out and Captain Sandy and Malia are back despite all of us saying, no, we don't want them back. So to catch everyone listening up, because it's been a while since we got a Below Deck Med season with everything that happened with the pandemic. Hannah, the Chiefs too, she had a vape pen and she had a prescription for, I believe it was Valium on the ship, but she didn't declare it. Um, Maritime law, you do have to declare when you have prescription drugs, but she didn't. And Malia took her vape, took a picture of her vape pen, took a picture of the prescription and turned it into Captain Sandy, who then fired her. Now, all of this might sound normal to you, but the fishy thing is this was right after Hannah refused to switch rooms to room with Bugsy, who she was having issues with just because Malia wanted to room with her boyfriend who was coming on as the chef. So it's just a lot of feels I have. I am firmly team Hannah on this situation, which might be controversial. She did get kind of a bad rep that last season because she had clearly had enough, but I think what Malia did was shady. Um, Captain Sandy had started to get a little fed up with her and was kind of playing the favorites with more of Malia. And she would tell her, oh, I know you have mental health problems and try and be, what's the word I'm looking for? Try and be comforting to her. But then she would turn around and with this whole thing with the Valium, get her kicked off. Whereas since season, I believe it was season two of Below Deck, it was Captain Lee's first season. Um, Another stewardess had an issue with medication And she took too much and Captain Lee didn't know she was on it. And he was like, okay, just don't do it again. And like, Mm. hand me your prescription. And when you need to take it, I'll administer it to you. I think that was what they decided on. So my whole point, long story short, I personally feel like this could have been handled much differently. I do not want to see Captain Sandy back. I do not want to see Malia back. I think the people are agreeing. What do you think? Whether there were other ways to handle it or not, I feel like there definitely were. But even if this was the only way to handle it, I just don't like how shady it all is and how petty it all is. Yeah. And I hate watching, whether I like the Bravo cast member or not, I hate watching when there's kind of like this gang up on one person. Yes. Like Monique last year was in the wrong, of course, but watching everyone gang up on her afterwards was just, it like made me sick. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way with Hannah here. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. And I also feel that too. Like, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, like season one, Danielle Staub, I hated her. But when they were all coming after her at the Brownstone, I was like, ooh, maybe like not this way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it really makes me, when they do it on Beverly Hills, I loved Kyle in the beginning and I liked Dorit and whatever. Rena was fun when she first started, but watching that little click go against a different person every season, it really makes me dislike that little group. Yes. And that's definitely the vibe that Captain Sandy and Molia gave off this season. So I don't, I feel like below deck as a whole, and I mentioned this on last week's episode or two weeks ago, maybe it's time to hang it up. I think it's all Bravo shows on rerun. So it's like, we're already getting it pushed down our throats. We haven't really had a good season of med in a couple of years. Uh, We haven't had a good season of the regular one in a few years because Kate's been gone um, or a few years. I think it's just been a year, but it feels like much (laughs) longer. (laughs) Um, And Sailing Yacht, the first season was horrible and this season's now getting a little bit better. So it might be time to hang up men and focus on Sailing Yacht. Yeah, put some fresh air into it. Exactly. So again, we'll have to watch for that one. (laughs) I don't know if I will, just saying. All right, on to way more exciting things because you know the Shahs are like, one of the most exciting shows on Bravo, I think. It's always amazing how they can go into the season and they all hate one person, but like they all have fun with that yeah. person. In the meantime, they're, nobody's ganging up on anyone long-term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're recapping this week's episode of Shaz of Sunset. And before we get into the recap, because I know we had to wait a little bit before we got the new season of Shaz, I wanted to know last season, did you stand more on Rez's side or MJ's? MJ's. I think, yeah. (laughs) I think Reza is a villain and that's, that is just what it is. Um, 
But like you said about how they all have fun with each other, I think he's a likable villain. Like sometimes I forget that he is one. Yeah, because it's like in one breath, he's talking about like saying nastiest stuff about MJ. And then in the next breath, he's getting everyone drunk or like doing something ridiculous. So it's kind of hard to stay mad at that whole cast for too long. Absolutely. And what I liked about this week's episode is we started off already with some comic relief with uh, Destiny getting ready and she gives Gigi the feminine wipes to clean off her face. And she's like, no, <laughs> but they're they're aloe. And she's so like sure of herself. She's like, this is good for you. If it's good enough to put on my, I forgot what the word she used for vagina was, but um, it was a Farsi word. And I thought it was hysterical. She's like, it's good enough for my face. Um, and then Gigi got back at her by having Reza give her a sniff of this fart spray. <laughs> it made uh, a comeback. It did. I loved the Reza prank montage. Yes, it's like almost every season he's yeah. doing something to mess with that crew. <laughs> what do you think of Destiny on the show? Because I feel like a lot of people either love her or hate her. There's no in-between. I'm the in-between. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I forget she exists. That's so funny. I'm a firm Destiny lover. A lot of people have actually compared me to her, and I'm like, I will take that compliment and <laughs> run with it. She's so much fun. Yeah, I do like her. I just honestly forget that she's there until they, like, do a close-up on her. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, she is there. <laughs> <laughs> Last season, I will say she got a little annoying with, um, what was that guy? Sarah's brother. Mm. Um, I don't even remember his name, <laughs> but it's okay. Like if I had a dollar for every time I was annoying around a guy, I would be a trillionaire by now. Why is that not my source of current income? I should write to somebody. Yeah, we'll see how we can get you a profit from that. I would love that. So thankfully we had that little source of comic relief because this show dug right into the drama with Mike. Like the thing with Mike is he always blames everything on everyone else, but himself. So last mm -hmm. week it was, oh, everyone's getting into my business. Uh, and now this week he's like, I'm so mad. I'm getting labeled as a cheater. And now we know at the end of this episode, but we all knew before it, maybe right. don't cheat. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how he's seeing himself as the villain here. And I know that Bravo doesn't like people to talk about the fourth wall unless like absolutely necessary. But not only are you cheating, you're cheating and on a reality show. So of course these people are going to talk <laughs> about you. Exactly. I don't know how slick he thinks he is or if he thinks he's invincible or even as like Gigi said, maybe he's a polygamist. And that's yeah. okay, right? but you need to make everyone aware of this situation, but he doesn't want to hear that, which is a sign of just being a douchebag. <laughs> he is. And I think that's why I like him even more. I, he is so attractive to me and his yeah. attitude and like, even the cheating. I mean, I know I'm married and spoken for and like that is probably why I don't even need to put my end <laughs> and Mike is straight. So there's that as well. But I think like how slimy he is really just makes my panties drop. Oh my God. That's <laughs> so funny. Wow. Well, yeah, the bad boys, they yeah. have a thing about them. I like <laughs> Pete Davidson. So like I'm right there with you. <laughs> And he like lived up to that bad boy persona right away because he went for Gigi when she was just trying to help saying maybe this lifestyle might be something for you. He was like, well, at first I thought you'd be an unfit mother and then you weren't yeah. proved me wrong. So then she collapsed back with put your bitch on a muzzle when she met Paulina. We uh -huh. were like, Whoa. Wait, what yeah. did you think of that? That whole fight was fire. My jaw was on the floor the whole like second half of it. It was incredible though. I wouldn't want my friends to speak to me the way these people speak to each other. But as far as watching TV, it's just such a good show. It's so good. Yeah. Why do you think, so it's good that you brought up, you wouldn't want your friends because you're normal. You wouldn't want your <laughs> friends to talk to you that way. What is it about this group that they allow each other to get that heated and one frame and then literally in the next frame, it could be like, we're all taking shots or... Yeah. I 
I would assume that at the end of the day, they know that this is their job to create mm-hmm. drama and everything. So like everything they say, you kind of have to like take, what's it called? On the skin of your back or whatever that's called. Um, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes. Uh, that's the only thing I can assume because they really say some cruel things. Yeah. Like, and then ride horses together. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, oh my God. I saw that. And then I'm like, now I really don't know who's in the wrong here. Cause right. none of them take the high road ever. None of them <laughs> shut it down. It's always like, well, you hit below the belt. So now I'm going to go below the belt and stick a stick up your ass and <laughs> yeah. make it really hurt. Yeah. Oh, so that's how we started off. And of course I feel like Again, Mike's actions are screaming guilty mm-hmm. because if you were innocent, there would just be no need for any of that. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's so much to digest, but we love every single second of it. Every second. Um, and then he told MJ and Tommy a completely different story about the text messages saying that he randomly received them. Which again, I was listening to this podcast. I don't know if you know who Carly Aquilino is. She's a comedian. Um, She has this podcast called The Secret Cubers Club. And I was listening today and she said, the men are menning. And it's like, (laughs) whenever men make up stupid excuses, it's like the men are menning. And that is a prime example of the men are menning. Like, I just received these messages. Even if you just received them, you did not have to reply. Right. I don't know what he was trying to say with that story. I don't know. He he completely had a mess. It's one thing to be a liar, and then it's another thing to be a bad liar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you would think after seasons of repeatedly cheating on women, he would be better. Yeah, and he sent her nudes, right? Yes. So- yes. <laughs> <sighs> The men are menning, Donnie. They are. <laughs> I mean, but the whole bright side of this, at least it's bringing MJ and Reza closer. Yeah. And I think that was necessary for the start of the season. I think they needed something to get over what happened last year. Besides just saying, like, we're going to move past it. I think having this to have a common ground over is really helping them. Yeah, and he got really emotional about it, too. He was like, oh, my God, you had them over and they were near the baby. Was the baby home? And all right, like, I I totally feel that. I felt that emotion in that minute. But I was just like, there's no way that MJ can get to the place that you want to be in until that restraining order against Tommy is dropped. Right. Cause you're married. I mean, I'm not married, so I I cannot speak for all the fortunate people out there, but I feel (laughs) as though when you marry someone, not that your friendships take a back seat, but you have to prioritize people in different ways. Yeah. So if someone were to wrong your man and it was one of your friends who wronged them, of course that friendship's going to be not the same. Yeah, the spouse is literally family now. So like it is at the end of the day, it's choosing between friends and family and you have to put family first. Yeah, so I think there definitely needs to be amends there. Maybe that's something we'll see this season with a restraining order being dropped. I hope for everyone's sake, because MJ and Reza do have that history. You know, the little montage of them getting ready together was the cutest thing ever. And I don't think this show will be the same if they are not good friends. So I'm hoping that they can fix that. I agree. Yeah, that's the miss, the missing piece of the puzzle. Um, but meanwhile, by the way, London is a dating coach. Where is she in all this? <laughs> I've had such an issue with the way they've brought her on this season. Yeah. They didn't give her a proper introduction. And now it's just like, you mean to tell me there's a whole fight about someone's relationship and she's just sitting in the back eating bonbons or some crap? Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think even if she didn't offer, if I knew someone was a dating coach, I would bring them out and say, like, what are your thoughts on this? Because even whatever, if I'm a chef, I'm not going to volunteer to cook every time I'm with my friends. But if someone asked me to, I would. Yeah. Like, that's an untapped resource that they have at their fingertips, and they're just letting my glide to them. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm unsure about London. I think what are we three episodes in now? Yeah. Um, we didn't 
did we see this is terrible we didn't meet her the first episode i don't even remember because it's like she's been barely no we didn't meet her the first episode we met her the second episode yeah she had a really poor introduction she seems like she's really cool and it's like she seems like she could be the peacemaker that this group needs and nobody's using her to their advantage (laughs) shame on producers too i agree they're sleeping it, at the wheel. Yeah. Is she a full-time fa- cast member or is she? A yeah, fa- I believe oh, wow. so. Wow. I believe so. Let me, let me double check that, but I'm almost. She was too, but then she had a Chiron this episode that said like MJ's friend. So I didn't know if that's just how they're introducing her or if she is only a friend of. Um. Let's see. Oh, is she is a friend of, okay. She's a friend of Mer- Mer- Mercedes. Um. But even if she, I don't know, even if she's still a friend of, like. Yeah. I feel like we got to know more about freaking Sonny. I, I agree. I didn't care about Sonny. That's mean. <laughs> I'm sure she's lovely. But you set up uh, uh, parties and then you had a moment with Gigi, which was nice, but it didn't do anything for me. No, it didn't move anything along. No. I don't know. That's I'm a harsh person. Like, oh, <laughs> your lovely chat about motherhood. That's nice. <laughs> well, because I feel like that's it. Like, that's not going to go anywhere else. Whereas London, if she came in and weighed in on Mike's whatever infidelity, that would take us somewhere else. Exactly. I don't know. What we should just go be producers for Shaz. We should. <laughs> we should. Get on a plane with me. Come back to LA. <laughs> We're just going to barge in. <laughs> I was on a clubhouse with MJ once. I feel like I'm already halfway oh, there. Oh, yeah. You're practically her, like, what's it called? Field producer. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So then we had the big polo match, which, <laughs> what a freaking disaster. Yeah. I. <laughs> First of all, everyone in the COVID during these shows is always like, what's happening here? But they're usually all on the same page as a cast about it. But when they were in that car, everyone had their mask on, except I think Paulina. Someone. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, what is, what was the memo here? I know that car ride was so freaking crazy too, because like we said before, they could be mad at each other. Like Gigi has it out for MJ right now, but she's like, I feel claustrophobic. I'm moving over. And she sits on MJ's lap and I'm like, this is so fun. So that van ride actually reminded me of, I forget when it was in the Real Housewives of Orange County, but there was one season they were on vacation and Vicky heard someone getting car sick. And then she almost got car sick <laughs> or was getting car sick because she heard the vomiting. Like we love to see a good van scene. I really do. I tell Quinn all the time that the them traveling to their day trips are always my favorite. I know Andy said his favorite part of Housewives is when they order stuff because he feels like it humanizes them or whatever, but them traveling in cars, I could watch it all day. Yeah, I agree with you on that one because we can just change our orders for the camera. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like, okay, maybe the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills won't do that, but I will order the grande nachos, no meat, in real life <laughs> and on camera. Right. And I will proceed to, like, eat the whole thing. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get on a horse on camera and oh, play God. polo? I don't even know if I would get on a horse without a camera. I'm Same. terrified. <laughs> it was... I, that looked like you needed a sheer amount of coordination, like just getting on the horse and then you have to ride the horse and then you have to hold the stick and like not hit the horse and not fall over and use your right hand. I'm already screwed because I'm a lefty. (laughs) But I will say if we're canceling below deck, I want whatever little ranch this was to get their own show. Cause that woman in charge was so fun when she <laughs> was trying to pull, was that MJ? She was trying to pull her boot off. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to pull you off the table. And yes. then MJ was like, I don't want to kick you over. Um, they should have done the bachelor with, um, Claire season. That was not Tasha season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there because it was Palm Springs too. Oh no, yeah, they went to Palm Springs, right? Yeah. Yeah, they should have done it there. Well, again, <laughs> why aren't we the producers of everything? I don't know. We need our own show. Damn it, Tony. <laughs> we are full of good ideas. 
Speaking of good ideas, babe, let me tell you about Adam and Eve, okay? They are an online adult toy superstore, and they're giving you some free stuff. And you know free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom, it's even better. Let me tell you about what they are offering you. You're going to be so excited. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve is going to load on the free stuff when you enter offer code Believe, B-L-E-A-V at checkout, you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts. So, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. That's not all. Six free spicy movies plus free shipping. Okay, let me tell you one more time. Select almost any one item for 50% off. Enter offer code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six free spicy movies, plus free shipping. What are you waiting for? That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, offer code BELIEVE, at checkout at adamandeve.com. Enjoy, babe. So I feel like you and I would definitely be Nima on the horse with the, oh, you don't run with it. Don't run. <laughs> and like, he's a grown ass man having a full on freak out on a horse. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. And Mike's just egging it on and running with the horse. And while all that's going on, Reza's confronting Paulina. <laughs> Actually, that would be me. I think I wouldn't even get on the horse. I'm like, let's just start some shit over here. Oh my God. I love that. But okay. So do you feel that Reza's intentions with Paulina were good or was he like really trying to stir up some shit? I think he was trying to stir up some shit and I think he always is, (laughs) but yeah. 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 And that's fine. I forgive him for it. And it's what I want him to do as a viewer. So like, he's fine, but he absolutely <laughs> was stirring up shit. It's like friends, like, I'm fine. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the way he said it to her. Cause I wrote down his quote. I was like, that was so awkward. It's like, I'm not interested in seeing texts about your cheating boyfriend, but it's important we validate your feelings. I'm like, then what is it? Yeah. Because I mean, listen, I get drawing boundaries and being like, maybe I don't need to hear about your problems all the time. But if you're trying to validate someone's feeling, you do need to hear about their problems somewhat at first. Right. So it was just really awkward. And like, Mike can sniff that crap out. He was like, total guilty person. Like, what's going on? (laughs) Roadrunner feet like, like dust under him and runs over to them. He was. It was like Scooby-Doo. Like you could see his ear perk up when they were talking about him. Could you imagine like, thank God that horse didn't need to be held on to because how funny would it have been if he like let go and then like the horse went running and Nima was like, ah. Oh my God, like runaway bride. Yes. Oh my God. But the production gave us something good, almost as good as we could have done with Shaz in the wild. So good. I love when production has fun editing. Yeah, they really did. Was it this past season of Vanderpump Rules where they had fun with it too? I think it was this past season where they had a couple of moments like that. There was one with like an 80s theme show, or maybe that was a couple of seasons ago, but they'll just throw in these like silly asides and they had like a whole crocodile hunter style thing with Mike and Reza and Paulina. Oh my God. It was so good. And I think across the board, Bravo is just like getting more uh, artsy, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the word is with it because even Dallas this year, when they went to that like Dallas museum, they redid the theme song in the beginning. That was super cute. Yeah. And Bravo's just, experimenting across the board I guess yeah even um with their show trailers too yes is this one for Shaw started out um it looked almost cinematic yeah (laughs) yeah give it an Oscar exactly we love to see it so uh, yeah going back to how Mike had to stop that convo it's just like again it's screaming guilty and it's almost like abusive in a way I mean Mm -hmm. later on we knew that Paulina knew he cheated, 
But going into the show, we didn't really know that she knew. We, right. It was kind of up in the air. And it's like, if she didn't know about that, it's like gaslighty and abusive to stop a conversation that no matter what Rez's intentions were, would have ultimately tipped her off had she not known about it. Yeah, I absolutely, like I said before, I might find it attractive, but he is a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At least you admit it. <laughs> Uh, but then Shervin <laughs> comes to save the day. He does. He looks good. He does. This, yeah, this whole cast does it for me, quite frankly. Yeah. Rez is the one that does it for me the least, but those <laughs> pictures, can we talk about it right now? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, guys. So Donnie messaged me earlier, and he was like, did you see the pictures of young Reza? I am so afraid to age. <laughs> And I was like, no. And then I looked it up and he looks, I forgot what celebrity he reminded me of, but he looks fine. Yeah, he's, and on his Instagram, there's only like one picture from like 15 years ago, I think. And he was so hot in that picture, but then someone else made a montage or a collage of like nine different pictures of him at the same age. And he was just so <laughs> attractive. Oh my god, I cannot think of what celebrity he's reminding me of. It's like some suave actor. Like He looks like the front of like a romance novel. <laughs> yeah. So attractive. Guys, if you're listening right now, go to Reza's Instagram and look at Zaddy over there. I'm afraid to age too. Like <sighs> It's so sad because I'm 29 and I probably have like two and a half good years left in me. <laughs> terms of Hollywood well that's why I'm bald because I mean you can't see it because I am bald but like my hairline was like going not even like receding well it was receding but like in like a s shape so like patches of it were receding right. like, oh, I can't do this so then I just shaved the whole thing oh you did the right thing there's nothing worse and listen I'm not trying to body shame anyone I'm not judging anyone you do what makes you feel best but there's nothing worse than when a guy who's like no it still works oh yeah and it's like no like I'm sure you would look hot but like bald ass men are fine <laughs> I'm just saying yeah and I understand, like, people have a connection to their hair. Yes. People, like, I used to say hair was my favorite trait about myself. So shaving it was quite an uh, option for me. It was a oh, you hard look good, choice. Donnie. Thank you. I'm serious. Like, I can't picture you with hair. <laughs> I'll send you pictures. <laughs> okay, I love this journey for me. <laughs> so, yeah, we're afraid to age, but, you know, yeah, Reza's doing a pretty good job, but damn young Reza. Yeah. Oh, that whole freaking <laughs> cast. I'm like, now I got drool coming out the side of my mouth because they just all look so good. And Shervin coming out of that fancy car. Yeah. I didn't know what car it was because my brother <laughs> wasn't around for me to ask him. <laughs> but it was expensive, <laughs> I'm sure. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we find out that he and Gigi aren't speaking, which I feel like we probably knew, so maybe we're we're reminded that they're not speaking. Yeah. Nima is the one to catch him up. And it's so funny because now it's like they have the we're not talking to Gigi right. going yeah. on about them. Do you think so? We know I don't know if there was ever a romantic thing between uh Sherman and Gigi, but there definitely was between Nima and Gigi. Yeah. Do you think this is a pattern with her with men in her life? Because she tries to say that she can't commit to one person. Or do you think she might just be afraid of commitment, whether that's a friend or something more? Good question. I hadn't even really thought about it, I think. I think I was just like watching it at face value. But now that you ask, I can definitely see that being an issue for her. Mm -hmm. um, because this is a pattern now yeah like I'll never forget um when I heard someone like talk about Taylor Swift and said she wrote so many breakup singles like maybe she needs to write a song called maybe you're the problem or maybe <laughs> I'm the problem and I feel like Gigi needs to reflect and be like okay this is now someone else I've had an yeah. issue with who's a male in my life who's attempted to get close to me maybe I'm the problem <laughs> 
I don't know. I I think Gigi and Nemo would be adorable together. I think so too. He seems like a good guy overall. Yeah. Yeah. He nobody on the show is like a thousand percent innocent, but I feel like he's more of the higher ranked innocent ones. I would say so. <laughs> like maybe we would rate people from like on a scale of Nima Teresa. <laughs> How innocent, how innocent are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely think he's one end of the spectrum of like innocent to piece of shit, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you think that Mike is worse than Reza? Uh, in different ways. I think Reza, I think Mike is worse in like r- romantic relationships. Yes. And I think you'd never be able to trust him if you were with him. Um, like, what is the point of being with him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides anything sexual. Like, he's not a partner. Yeah. Whereas Reza, I think if you knew him as a friend and knew him personally, I think he could be okay. I hope that he is the way he is just for TV. Like, I'm sure part of that is him, but I, he is really nasty and an instigator. And I think that's heightened for television. Whereas I don't think Mike's heightened it for TV. Yeah, no, that's a really good way to put it. And also it's so funny. We're all like, who's worse, Mike or Reza? When today, like you DM me like, oh my God, they both watched a story about me coming on your podcast. So it's like, they're certainly listening right now. Just (laughs) kidding. And now they've turned it off. Yeah, I'll send them the link. Oh, they're going to love that. (laughs) Woof. All right. So speaking of Mike, we got his birthday dinner coming up, which was like really awkward. Oh, I loved it. I don't know. It was just like, let's start it off with the sexual fantasies, which was like weird when they brought it up a production. That was like another thing that they hit out of the park. I think what was weird about it was maybe they went around and everybody talked, but to only show two people was strange. That's what I thought. I'm like, this is so bizarre. Like, okay, who asked for this? Yeah, it was Mike's birthday and they didn't even, like he didn't even participate. Yeah. I mean, London's was hysterical. It was like so long and drawn out and they made it like the big old fashioned movie. And then literally we had the contrast of MJ who was just like gang bang football team. I'm with you, MJ. No. Yeah. I love MJ. Me too. Yeah. I feel like some people like don't, I don't know. They're like firmly against her, but I think she's hysterical. She's really grown as a person. I agree. We've seen her start off on the show as, you know, a single working woman. And then she met Tommy and then she had baby Shams and things are really going well for her. So, yeah, I like her a lot. Yeah, same. Again, like she and I are friends like that day on Clubhouse. <laughs> it was so funny. We She did talk to us um, and I brought up Vita. I was like, you know, your mom reminds me a lot of my mom. I feel like Persians and Italians are close cousins or something like that. Because the way she was criticizing your makeup on your wedding day, like that's something my mom would do. (laughs) Yeah, she seemed, she was just really cool. Really nice to all of us. I want to get her on this podcast. Oh, you should. (sighs) I know. That's I've DM'd her and she didn't respond, but like DMs, you know? Yeah. Sometimes people don't see it. So we got to just manifest that. I'm doing it as we speak. Subliminal like, MJ, please come on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But I think in order for subliminal to work, A, she has to listen to it. B, it has to be like under some other recording. (laughs) I just screwed that up. (laughs) If you say it again, I'll talk over it. Okay, ready? (laughs) Yeah. One, two, three. So then I was thinking that- (laughs) What are they gonna Perfect. do with us, Don? <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> but you know who doesn't like MJ, Donnie? Who is it? It's Gigi. <laughs> Look at that segue! I'm just yeah, riding like who a does she like? segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's still bitter about the whole Alia Shuri Reza Destiny drama from last season, but like. I don't, it didn't bother me. I think she just needs, I don't even know if she's upset about that anymore. I think that she just 
doesn't like her and needs a reason to. No, you're you're absolutely right. It's like everything because at the start of this season or it was last episode, MJ tried to make amends with Gigi and then Gigi was like, oh, she like slapped it down right away. But oh, did you notice at the dinner when they were singing happy birthday, Mike sang happy birthday to himself. I didn't notice that. I feel like that is a side of a psycho. I think so too. Like, cause I love attention, but I wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> what, were you, no. what were you gonna say? I was gonna say someone needs to yawn in front of him and see if he yawns back because I do think he shows some sociopathic tendencies and someone needs to test him. Wait, what? Tell me about that. What is it like? So if you don't yawn back, you're not. Oh, yeah. So yawns are contagious and sociopaths um, don't like connect to other people emotionally or whatever. So if you yawn in front of someone and they don't yawn back, they're a sociopath. Oh, my God. So like (laughs) on every day I go on now, I'm just going to be like, oh, (laughs) I do it on the subway if it's just like me and a few other people, because I want to make sure I'm not in a car with a sociopath. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. <laughs> Damn. I wonder if they knew about this when like Ted Bundy was out there. Not that that would have made any sort of difference. Yeah. If I was a detective, I would just yawn in front of everyone. Oh my God. Okay. So we need to be producers. We need <laughs> to be lawyers. We need to be subliminal messengers. <laughs> like let's Maybe go. not subliminal messengers. We weren't. That wasn't our that. best work, but I'm <laughs> yeah. sure with a little training, we can approve. Um, but he truly confirmed that he was a psycho when he got up and he was like, I have a speech to make. Oh my God. Um, what did I write down exactly what he <laughs> said? No, he just was like, I need to be honest and apologize because I hid these texts because I wanted to save face. So in that moment, it's like, okay, we knew that Paulina knew he was cheating and it was confirmed. Yeah. He was just hiding it from everyone else to save face, which is like so shitty. It is shitty because again, this is a reality show. So like those people are going to know you lied to them eventually. Mm-hmm. And then number two, why? Like why? Even if this wasn't a reality show, mm-hmm. let these people are your friends. Let them know who you are. Especially this group, like, they already had his number. Right. And that's why the editing, I don't know if it was the editing or just how they reacted, but, like, when he announced it, everyone seemed so shocked. And I was like, why? You all knew. Why is this? MJ applauding. I love her. (laughs) I'm so proud you admitted it. I'm like, are we setting the bar at the floor, MJ? Apparently we are. Oh, my God. But then he follows that up with that there is a snake in this group trying to ruin his relationship, which it made me think of Woody from Toy Story with like, there's a snake (laughs) in my boot. (laughs) Who do you think the snake is? There's so many it could be. I Reza? That's my my guess. Yeah. Because my mind immediately went back to the convo at the Mm -hmm. polo I don't even want to call it a polo match because nobody knew what they were doing (laughs) yeah I think it's Reza it's just so crazy because you really can't tell because like you touched on already they they can attack someone and hate someone and fight with someone and then they spent this whole dinner laughing with each other so like it really is crazy (laughs) I know I feel like Mike's MO is always to make a big announcement or make a big scene at an important event. Yeah. Um, what I don't remember what season it was, but they were all in Vegas, I believe. And there was like a dinner. Um, and he told MJ like she slept with the whole city, or maybe they weren't in Vegas. I don't know. Were they in Vegas? I don't remember. That's not important. But he told MJ like she slept with the whole city and started like this whole <laughs> argument. And it was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely likes a moment. Yeah, and you love it. <laughs> you're like MJ at the dinner, like, I'm so yeah. <laughs> Take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, you were like the best recapper, seriously. Oh, I had so much fun. Yes. And, and this we- was a great episode. 
Yes, but the fun's not over yet. <laughs> All right. I'm for. <laughs> yes, this is that's my opinion. Okay, so how it works is I had listeners like you write in and tell me your opinion about this week's episode from Shaw's, and we get to talk about our opinions with their opinions. Oh, okay. I made a joke. I was like, our Shaw opinions. <laughs> Boonins. <laughs> All right. So this first one is from Marissa Andy 23. She said she was excited to see Sherv this episode and Gigi needs to make up with him and Nima. I agree. Yeah, definitely. First of all, we mentioned before, we're like, yes, sure. Come through in that <laughs> fancy car. And yeah, it's about time Gigi buries the hatchet. She is the problem. Hashtag maybe it's me. <laughs> She needs to figure that out. She needs to make up with them. And she and Nima need to get married. That is my story. Thank you for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. <laughs> I think she will get over it and make peace with them. Because if you're on a show like this and you're lowering who you're friendly with, you're just limiting your screen time after a while. Yes. No. Oh, my God. That's so right. <laughs> That is such a good way of thinking about it. And we know that Gigi wants screen time. Right. Mm. All right. Bravo <laughs> and booze. Bravo and booze says, I don't think that Mike will ever change. I don't know that he is capable and she's loving destiny and Gigi's friendship and is loving the season and production is killing it. I agree to all of the above. Mike will never change, which is why, again, you should only use him for a one night stand and not anything romantically. Yes. Yeah. So I'm doing, I've spoken about this um, on my podcast before. I am looking into my attachment type because I'm single and damn tired of it. Uh -huh. I have an anxious attachment type and I would attract someone like the Mike who is an avoidant attachment type. Um, which to everyone who's new listening, because I've explained this before, it's when you uh, get sucked into relationships really quickly and you're all about it and then when the going gets good it's like oh no like cut not yeah. about this life anymore <laughs> uh which he has now shown three times and it's possible to change your attachment type but you have to want to do the work which he don't want to do the work no i think the only reason he came out about being honest was because it was so obvious that he was lying. Like mm -hmm. if there wasn't a nude attached or if there wasn't whatever, I think that he would have kept lying. But I think he knew what a fool he looked like. I don't think he was doing this for Paulina. Yeah. Oh my God. And she's a sweetie. She is. What did you think of his ex-wife, Jessica? She was fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think seeing someone with Mike automatically makes me like them less because after a while you have to start blaming the victim kind of like why are you in this situation and that's what I started doing with her I liked Jessica um but I think she did put up with his crap for a little yeah, too long yeah um I think she probably is definitely more of that anxious type because anxious avoidance go hand yeah. in hand <laughs> Our last opinion, our last opinion comes from your friend, my friend, everybody's friend, Samaj. Samaj mm. with an H on Instagram. <laughs> and he says, here for Shah's input, all we need for a good season is Reza crying, MJ losing control of her girls, and Gigi getting too high. Anything else is a bonus. Also, Mike may be a worse liar than Jax Taylor. And don't forget, Gigi misses her knives. I don't know I where to start with that. Him. There's so many. <laughs> He's great. I know. He's so fun. Like, he gives me the best opinions all the time. I always <laughs> save his for last because I'm like, I feel like he's the, I actually have to have him on the show, but I feel like he's like a regular cast of characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like your Gelman on Regis and Cassie. Oh my Lewis. God. I love that. <laughs> yeah. He so is. I like how he said that Mike might be a worse liar than Jax Taylor. The men are menning. They are. <laughs> oh, God. They're just all so awful. 
Yeah. Not men, in, I mean, I guess men in general, but but Bravo men especially. Yeah. Is there any like Bravo man that it's like, ooh, you're a good, solid, healthy man who's never made a mistake? I can't even say like Frankie Catania because he cheated on Dolores all those years ago yeah. and now he woke up. That's how it works. Yeah. M- Mauricio, maybe? Yeah. Although there were rumors that he was cheating on Kyle, but like, we don't, we really don't know about this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll have to get back to you on that. (laughs) It's like, maybe Ken, because he's stuck with Lisa, but like, not for other reasons. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I don't know either. Speaking of men, your husband posted a really adorable picture on Instagram. I need to go like that because I'm a good friend. Look at him. Oh, that's sweet. Where is he? Oh, that's old. I don't know if he's trying. <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to pass it off as new, but that's a year old. You heard it here first. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> oh my god, I love you. Well, thank you like so much. Please come back. Please, uh, please come have back. me back. Yes, I will. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you, Donnie. Sure. You can listen to my Housewives podcast anywhere podcasts are found. And that is Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. And you can also follow me on Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter at Real Donnie Wood. Oh, oh. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning into the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I had so much fun hanging out with you. And now we're on Apple, bitches. So if you are listening on Apple, go ahead, rate this five star, slap that subscribe button like a cute little tush and write a nice review. Okay. (laughs) This has been so much fun. It has. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.